Welcome to Power Suits and Pillow Talk, where professional success meets personal liberation. I'm Jen Koken, and alongside me is the extraordinary Lori Handlers. In each episode, we journey into the duality of modern women who want to conquer corporate barriers by day and dispel bedroom myths by night. We celebrate these powerhouse women, the ones who are redefining success professionally and personally. Join us for an exciting exploration into empowerment, breaking boundaries, and unabashedly embracing all facets of womanhood. Hello, Lori. Hi, Jen. I think today we should talk about stop apologizing. Like when I started. It's a pet peeve of mine. It's a pet peeve of yours. Yeah, it is. Just a minute ago when I apologized for the fact that I have my Friday look on with my hoodie and my glasses and no lipstick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, people apologize. I have noticed people apologize for so many things that don't require an apology. And some things really do require an apology. So let's distinguish about that. For I and I bring this up because women who are powerful apologize often for 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 existing. For taking I'm sorry, up space. I'm too much. Yeah, for yeah, taking up yeah. space. Yeah. And that is definitely a byproduct of patriarchy. That is definitely a byproduct of women should, you know, be seen and not heard. All the things, you know, like uh, women shouldn't, you know, excel or do whatever they do. And like, this is, this is, it's just, so this apology thing becomes an overlay for, for being too much, for being who we are, for being powerful, for ha- for breathing. Yeah. And so it's a pet peeve of mine. It really is. And I'll show you some insidious ways that it shows up where it doesn't where it isn't I'm sorry but it's still an apology some kind of covering for being one is I'm in the world of facilitation as you know so I facilitate programs and what I've noticed about other facilitators both women and men is they water down what they're about to offer so as not to scare the participants, they say, we're going to do this little ritual. We're going to do this little exercise. I'm going to have this little talk with you. I'm so over a little. Huh. I'm I'm so over it. And so I've been going to groups lately and saying, facilitators, stop saying little. I can't stand <laughs> it. Nothing we do is little. Nothing we do is little. So that's one way of apologizing, of sugarcoating our existence, which is definitely a pet peeve of mine. And then there's the people who speak and they go, does this make sense? They say it after, it's like a habit now. They say it after every sentence. I'm going to talk about blah, 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 blah. Does this make sense? Shut up. Like, just say it. Don't keep asking for approval. Like, um, is it okay that I exist? So those are a couple of things. And then there's the people that bang into you or me in the shopping, you know, and in the, in the grocery store with their cart, they bang into me and I say, I'm sorry. 
what is that? They banged into me. They should say, I'm sorry for hitting me with their car. Or they stepped too close in line. You know, now that since COVID, everybody steps a little bit further. But the other day I had somebody just in line behind me, breathing on me. And I'm like, I just turned around and gave the look. I didn't say anything. And I certainly wasn't going to say, I'm sorry. But I turned around and gave the look like, could you back up? Yeah. Give me a little space. Yeah. So those are the things, those are the things I'm talking about. Apologizing. Women apologize for crying. I'm sorry. I just got so emotional. No, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have your feelings like, I don't know. That's what I've noticed over the years. How about you? Well, it it brings up, it sparks a lot for me. Uh, I was speaking to a friend earlier in the week. I had, you know, this whole week for me has been about, um, I am a person who's very driven, makes things happen. And I took a deep breath and went, you don't have to work that hard. Really, and one of the shows we're going to talk about divine, uh, divine masculine, divine feminine. We could say conscious masculine, feminine, unconscious, ma- you know, masculine, feminine, and sure, that, sure. right drivenness can be looked at as a masculine tendency. Sometimes conscious, sometimes unconscious. You need to you need to be driven to get things done, but it doesn't have to be this energy of. Ugh. And so I really took a step back this week and was focused on. I had intended to have the last two weeks of the year off, wound up onboarding a new virtual assistant and was getting toward the end of the year and realized I am crispy. I need to take a massive pause. And so the next day I read a book the entire day, but that has carried into this early part of the year to say, okay, let me just take time. You know, yesterday I went and got my nails done. I had lunch by myself at a restaurant I chatted with a friend, but in doing that, a friend of mine popped into my head and I reached out to her and said, Hey, I miss your face. We haven't talked in a while. She immediately called me and said, that was so interesting. I mean, the universe always has your back. She said, I was just uh, having a conversation with the universe and saying, bring the resources to me that I need to be successful. And boom, I sent her the text. The thing I noticed Mm. about her, she's a very powerful transformational coach and facilitator. She talks a lot. And I used to be this way too. And and that's one of the things I want to bring to light also in this notion of stop apologizing. You said this, but you said it quickly. And I think it's important to underscore. When we say stop apologizing, we're not saying stop saying I'm sorry, although we are saying that, but it doesn't always show up that way. It's the things you have spoken about, this little thing. Uh, does that make sense? Talking too much where we have a point and we make the point and then we talk about it for 10 more oh. minutes. Well, that's different. That's a, that's a different point, but I love that point. I, there are people in my life who have, I have had a clearing with and I have requested them to stop using the word and. <laughs> you mean like, and in other words, give some periods to sentences. Exactly. And take a breath. Like stop going and 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 like okay, give take a breath, give a little room for the other person in the side of the con the other side of the conversation. Yeah, you're not that you're not there to witness a monologue. You want to have a dialogue about something. 
Exactly. There are some people in my life who I've really said to them, you should stop using the word and. But that's very different from apologizing. So and, what, and that's different what than saying? what I'm, yeah, it's different from what I'm talking about because this woman who is very powerful, she is a verbal processor, which I can appreciate. However, my brain, there's only so much room I have to hear all the verbal processing. <laughs> and so I had to cut her off. But really this was, this was um, coaching that was given to me by a landmark forum leader years ago. We're talking, yeah. I don't even know, 25 years ago. And she looked at me, she says, Jennifer. You took too much. Huh. Yeah. huh? I know exactly who that was. Yeah. So I know exactly who you just imitated. Yeah. I love yes. her because it was the best coaching I ever had because it had me stop. Yeah. And, and the thing with this woman that I was speaking with, with my friend, she was somewhat clearing because she was about to take an action that she'd been very afraid to take and very um, worried about taking because it would have put her out there, mm-hmm. right? Which often happens when you want to take that next level is we apologize for taking up space and we keep ourselves small, which is really at the end of the day, I think one of the worst parts of why we're saying don't apologize. You do not, we need your brilliance and how dare you hide that magic. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Exactly. So, but I understand what you're saying. Like they could be over explaining, over verbally processing. Um, I recently, I recently read an article about high context and low context communicators. Huh. And I have discovered that I am a low context communicator. I just want the bottom line, the facts, man, the Me facts, too. woman. I don't, I don't want the explaining. Unless I ask you for it. If I say, I don't understand, please give me some more, then I'm asking for it. But I'm high context communicators. Have to paint a whole picture. picture. Yeah, the whole thing. And I I don't always want the backstory. I don't always want the, the whole thing that led up to the thing, to the decision or whatever. So, yeah, we have to interrupt those people. And sometimes when we're interrupting, we might have to say sorry. See, I think there's appropriate times to say sorry. That is, if I wrecked your car, <laughs> I'm really sorry, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> if you backed and, up. And, yeah. and if, I, if, if I wasted your time, also what I understand, what I've understood uh, by because I travel so much internationally, I, as an American, I'm very... Yeah, I'm super direct. You're super direct. I know this, but that's why we get along so well. There are people in other cultures who don't communicate as directly as Americans. And so sometimes I have to make a caveat and I have to say something like, I understand that we may be culturally different. I'm very direct when I speak. I have to write this in emails sometimes. I'm very direct when I speak and you may be taken aback by it. And I'm letting you know in advance. I realize we have cultural differences. I'm an American. I don't necessarily apologize, but I, I make a parenthesis because I've been given the feedback, you know, by my international colleagues that say, uh, you're so, so I, I just do that. But apologies for, if I really, hurt you 
if I really did something that inconvenienced you, if I really did something that, you know, noticeably didn't work for you, I'm going to say I'm sorry because even if I don't think I did the thing, I'm going to apologize because that's going to relax your nervous system and we're going to be able to have a conversation. That's really different from apologizing for being alive. <laughs> That's really different from, from apologizing for being powerful. Yeah. No, was, no, was, so that, that like, there are times that apologies are appropriate. And there's also a bullshit apology, which is, I'm sorry if you feel like that. That's not an apology. That's a, that's a, that's patronizing. Yeah. I, I, I am sorry that I caused this in you. I'm not sorry if you, like, that's a, you know, I've really studied this. Like, this is like, these are sorries. Because for a long time, I never said sorry for anything. Because I would go like, no, I'm not sorry. If I came late and I really like violated a request that you made, then I would apologize. But I would just purposely not want to ever apologize for anything. So I was on one extreme and now I'm on, I'm sort of in the middle, but no apologies for existence. No. Yeah. Or for, I, for being emotional. For, for being, yeah. That's a big thing for me is when people apologize for being emotional, like we have space for all of it. I think it is. I don't know what makes people do that. In fact, at my last, I do, I participate in a woman's circle with a mutual friend who leads it. And there was somebody in the circle who was sharing. And I think what happens in that particular moment when people apologize for crying, they're getting, they're caught off guard for themselves. And, and in those moments, we are, I think, this is my proposal, my supposition, my whatever you would call it. Yeah. We want to make sure we're surprised and we want to make sure we're not making other people uncomfortable. Who gives a fuck if you're making other people uncomfortable? That's their shizzle. I just said fuck, but I won't say exactly. shit. That's their stuff, not yours. Yes, right? I, I remarked on that, that you used one expletive and you didn't use the other. <laughs> that was cute. Very cute. So, <laughs> yes. So that's, I don't, I, you know, other people are uncomfortable because of their own reasons. Yeah. And that's not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility. But if I'm aware that I'm actually stepping on your toes, I might say something, but it might not be sorry. It might just be, hmm, I, I see something just happened as a result of our interaction. Let's talk about that. What is there? Is there somewhere in here that I need to apologize for something? But it's not a knee jerk reaction and I'm just blanketly apologizing. Yeah. That's the part that I feel people need to get aware of. And then the other piece is um, some people are just simply so pushy and or so bitchy or so whatever. And they, they might need to look at what an apology would bring them in terms of their relationships. Yeah. There might, you know, we just, we just finished going through a new year phase and I on the last day of the year looked to see if there were any people that I had incompletes with you know that I needed to say something to either I needed to apologize for something or I needed that or I needed to tell them something that they might need to apologize for were there any place in my life 
where there was, it seemed like there was an out. Something was out. And, um, you know, so there might be some people in the in your world or in my world who want an apology from us for something. That's really different. That's like real meat, real interaction, real whatever. I think the distinction here is we're talking about people who just blanketly apologize for themselves like a habit. And that's taking worth up space. Breaking. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's I, absolutely worth breaking. Yeah. And I think the other, other two little notes I made myself, I think in the way we speak, going back to what you said at the beginning of the show about using that word little, or I'm trying to think of other phrases someone might do to water down what they're saying. Um, like the friend that I was on the phone with who kept, well, then I this, and then I was like, wait a minute, stop. I'm going to interrupt you. I didn't even say, I'm sorry. I said, I'm going to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I think you're talking too much and you're watering down. She was inventing who she was for others, who she was for herself. I said, you are watering down who you are, the more you speak. And there's power in being, it doesn't mean, it doesn't, mean that once there's power in being clear about what you're saying when you're inventing anything and language is the modality human beings use to create worlds, right? And Mm -hmm. I said, you may change this, but if you had to bottom line it, if I had to bottom line it for you, I would simply say you are a curator of transformation for all. She was like, what, what, what'd you say? I said it again. She's like, I'm going to own that. I go, great. Now that that's, those are my words. You can own it and mm-hmm. practice using it to get it for yourself so that it's so that, but it takes really being present in all, both from what you're saying of apologizing for taking up space to be present in those moments. That was one thing I it doesn't come overnight. It's not like you and I overnight learned how to stop a pal. I still deal with this. And, and mostly I deal with it. Like you, I do a retrospective of the year. And I had two clients this year, one of whom I fired and the other of whom, and I was, Oh, do I have to go back? No, no. Like what you said to this person was in alignment with who I am and what was going to work for me. And it wasn't working Mm -hmm. to be in that client coach relationship. I think the human brain goes back and, oh my God, I got to apologize. And because we're in that fight or flight as we reflect or think back or are caught in those brain patterns. Second thing is, I also heard you say, and I want to say it this way, that there are, there are times when you might need to be responsible for something for you, for being American, being direct. In other words, I know I'm American and I'm direct. So I'm just letting you know I'm American and I'm direct. And sometimes because we're of different cultures, that could create some tension or some stress. I'm not saying it's going to, but if it ever does, let's talk about that because that's not what I'm committed to. It's cultural difference. That's distinct from, I'm so sorry I was direct with you and I made you, and I made you feel bad. You don't make anybody anything. You know what I mean? That's the other thing that I wanted to kind of break apart a little bit. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I, so, so yeah, what can we say? Apologies are important. I'm sorry's are important in situations where they are and they're not important and they're, and they should be omitted that we should get present to them 
to the feelings that we have for why we're using them when they're not, they don't add to anything. As a matter of fact, they take away, they subtract from our power. They take away, like that little thing takes away from, from a facilitator who's facilitating a powerful process with a bunch of participants. It's like, I don't think anything I do is little. I don't think anything that I do in terms of my work life is little. Even though physically I don't think you anything are. Else, I'm, I'm physically little, but I don't think that anything no. that I say or do is little. Yeah. And I, if I catch myself saying that, which it's a habit, I go, no, I take that back. We're going to have an experience now, an exercise now, something now, and there's nothing little about it. And I say it right out there because I've just started to notice it. So many people say it, and I don't know where we got it from. I don't know who we copied. I have no idea who who was the first person who said that about watering down facilitated experiences. Same thing. I don't know who's the first person who started to apologize for themselves for nothing. Yeah. But I say we eliminate it. Absolutely. I just say that we eliminate that. uh, I'm sorry. Don't work and shouldn't be used unless in fact that we really are sorry for something. And I think that's one very, very key point. The second one is what you brought up right at the beginning of the show. And and we've, it's like a call we kept calling back to, but I'm sorry might not always look like I'm sorry. So start to notice where you're watering down your speaking, where you're using words or phrases, apologizing for taking up space. You're not saying, when we say don't apologize, it not as isn't only in the realm of I'm sorry, of saying I'm sorry or not saying I'm sorry. That is one element of it, but it's really all the other insidious ways that we perpetuate apologizing for taking up space. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that's it. That's that's the nail right there. That's it. So I think this is a really good topic for discussion. I feel that people could post to us or make comments or ask questions about this. If we've left anybody feeling like they don't understand or we're sorry to look. totally kidding <laughs> <laughs> but if we have then I then people should write to us the, yeah. this hopefully this hopefully this sparks an inquiry with our listeners that has to do with the way they speak and the things that that they're responsible for in their lives yeah. it's yeah. a really good inquiry yeah. yeah it's a great inquiry yeah really great Yeah, let's end it here and stay tuned. We'll have more juiciness and goodness and conversation in the next show. That's a wrap on another inspiring episode of Power Suits and Pillow Talk. We hope that our conversations continue to enlighten and encourage you on your journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Remember, there aren't any limits to what you can achieve, be it in your career or your personal life. I'm Jen Koken, and my amazing co-host is Lori Handlers, reminding you to keep smashing those ceilings and debunking those taboos. Until next time, keep dominating the boardroom and owning and taking up space in the bedroom. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement. 
inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast.